0: Hello gang, welcome back. It's another beautiful Monday and I'm so happy that you're here. I've been feeling really good lately. I got my glow. I am glowing. (laughs) And here's why. I just, I think I've had this like heaviness the last few weeks with my schedule being off, like my workouts being off because I was sick. We had guests visiting Blake's cast, just all this like extra weight on my shoulders that is now lifted. And I'm like, Oh, I can breathe. Oh, I can stretch. Oh, like I can like start getting back into my workouts. Like, Oh, it just feels good. I just, am feeling good. And I want you to feel good too. So just right now, I want you to think of a time in your life when you kind of felt like you hit a stride or like you felt like you were in your groove and what can you do right now today? Like what small habits can you implement? Maybe it's ice rolling your face in the morning, Maybe it's doing your skincare at night to unwind and get a good night's sleep. What is it going to be for you? Maybe it's doing your workouts, committing to four week this week. What is it going to be? I feel good. And I, I just want you to have this feeling too. All right. So that's a little bit of me right now. Also coming up this week, Knitwear line is launching. I don't know why I saying that. It was supposed to launch last week. But with me being ill (laughs) earlier this month, it just, it wasn't good timing. We were like, we need more time just to talk about it and get the word out there. So knitwear is dropping new pieces. We got cute stuff coming out. Plus everything is launching in pink and it's the most perfect shade of pink. You are going to love it for spring. That's what's going on there. I am wearing right now. My your glowing hat, this color is like the most beautiful shade of bronze. I, I'm gonna take a picture of it and post it so that I've actually been wearing it in my stories. And I love that some of you have spotted it because I at this point when I'm recording, I haven't officially like launched the podcast to my Instagram. I have not told and like this is a secret community right now. I feel like, as I'm saying this. But you've seen it. You've seen it in my stories. And you're like, oh my God, your hat. It is so, so cute. And if you missed it last week, I mentioned or two weeks ago. I think it was last week. I am sending these out. So if you want one, you gotta do two things for me. You gotta leave a review, five star please, or you know, whatever you think about this show, which I'm hoping you're loving it. Number two, share it somewhere on Instagram, maybe in your stories, and then send me an email, podcast at kimperry.com, and give me your address because I'm picking, let's do like 10 girls to send these out to. I'm making these little cute swag boxes, so ooh, I already got a couple emails, so snap to it. Let's get these going. I want to send these out in the mail. Mr. Postman is going to be waiting for me. All right, so that's what's going on with that. Okay, um, skincare, one new thing I've been trying, actually, I placed two orders this week. I placed a dime order. I really haven't used their luminosity eye serum in a long time. I've been out for a while and I saw an Instagram ad, a girl talking about it and I'm like, oh, I miss that stuff. So of course I had to place an order. I also was out of my creamy foam cleanser and then I ordered a bunch of new stuff from Tula that I haven't tried I was just I was just, you know, perusing the website and like I want to try a bunch of new stuff. I I'm just going to give this all a try about a little haul. So I will get back to you on reviews on those items. I know they're going to be awesome. Um and switching gears back to Dime, they sent me a new tinted SPF. And I love it. It gives me a nice coverage that I didn't know I wanted. Uh, it almost and like <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's going to come out in different shades and I might've got a shade or two darker than my skin tone, but I love it because it makes me look and feel tan. And you know that feeling when you put on a little tanner, like when your skin gets that little glow, you know, you're like, Ooh, I have life in my face again. (laughs) Yes. So we're loving that it launches February sometime in February. I will put it in the show notes. Um, what I've been watching this week. Okay. 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 Oh my gosh. (laughs) What I've been watching this week, a few things. On Hulu. Nope. I lied. On Amazon Prime. And actually this might've been like a Paramount thing. So I might've had to pay extra for this at some point, or I might be subscribed. We, we got to get a handle on that, on my finances, (laughs) but I watched the price of Glee. I watched Glee Season one and two, like I was obsessed. I was like, no, okay. I wasn't obsessed. I wasn't like a Gleek. Like I didn't have all the gear and, but I I love the show. The music, the singing, the humor, there was no other show like it. So I love Glee and I saw this docu-series come out. It's three episodes and it's about kind of like a curse. There's a curse for the people that worked on the set. So we know- three of the main characters of that series have unfortunately passed away. I don't have all their names, but the characters on the show were Finn, who is Corey Monteith, I think his full name is, and then Puck, can't remember his like real life name, and Naya Rivera, who played Santana. So these are three young, like I'm talking like late 20, early 30 year olds that uh, like just tragically died shortly after like the success of the show and then so like we knew all that like that was all like public but they like kind of went into more detail about their deaths and like why and then also they talked about the deaths of the people who worked on the set like behind the scenes there was like seven people that passed away like during the filming and like shortly after and it's wild and they're they're all like healthy people (laughs) so it's kind of crazy I think the ser- like the whole documentary could have been better if they actually had the cast members, but they had no cast members. It was all like either producers or, you know, the the stylists on the show. So like it was kind of cool hearing their perspective, but I really wanted to see more of the cast that we all know and love. So price of Glee, interesting. It did not meet my expectations, but it was still a good watch. I also watched Amazon Prime. Down Home Fab. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I'm so excited about this show. Chelsea DeBoer. She is a teen mom. She was formerly known as a teen mom on Teen Mom 2 on MTV, and she was on 16 and Pregnant. She and her husband, Cole, have their own home decor, home renovation show. I don't know if it's decor renovation. I follow both of them on Instagram. I follow their, they have like a page for their house. It's called Down Home DeBoer. I follow that because I just love their style. Like I'm not super farmhousey, but I love their style. It's modern. It's, oh, I just go follow them. And if you like home renovation shows, give it a watch. Like it's, it's inspiring. It's making me, I'm looking at a wall in my house that needs some pictures hung on it right now. It's just inspiring. And pretty. Like I love seeing before and afters. I love home decor and I love Chelsea DeBoer. So that was really fun. I think they release an episode each week and there's currently four out. I have watched all four (laughs) and I like them. And the last thing I'll say is I watched on Netflix, True Spirit, which is a true story of a girl, Jessica Watson. She is the youngest person to circumnavigate the entire world on a sailboat. 16 years old. Insane. The story, mind-blowing. Like, what she went through out on the open ocean alone at 16. <gasps> so ho- terrifying as a parent. Oh, my God. It gives me goosebumps. And, like, I'm my mom was the one who told me to watch it. And I was, like, trying to tell Justin about it. I was like, oh, we're going to watch this movie. It's, like, a 16-year-old that goes on a sailboat. But I'm like, she can't be alone, though, because that's, like, child neglect. You can't send a child on a boat they did it. And that was like the whole controversy around it is because this girl was like, I want to do this mom. Like I have an adventure spirit. Like I have to do this. I'm going to do it. And like, how do you tell your child? No. Like, I mean, I see both sides (laughs) because like safety, hello. And like thinking about your child out putting herself in this crazy amount of danger. But also me having like that same spirit of like, I need to do this. I know I want to do it. Like I have that deep down inside of me. So I can't imagine that like if Ayla had that, like I don't want to be the one to put out her fire. I don't know. It was, it was, that was a whole thing just like as a mother watching that. Oh my gosh. It's a true story. I don't know if I said that already. And it happened like 10, 12 years ago and it was just amazing to watch. And then like they showed clips of the end of like the real girl and wow it's just very inspiring moving I was like in tears at a couple parts oh my gosh good watch true spirit all right let's get into this episode I am so excited to chat love because it's in the air can you feel like the weather changing a little bit if not that's okay it's coming the sunshine is coming and next up is Valentine's Day so let's get into our love story me and Justin, true love, <laughs> how it all went down. I'm we're going to get into it. Now, this was requested. I thought it was a great idea with Valentine's Day. Love, pink, red hearts are everywhere. So why not share our story, which I feel like is really fun. <laughs> I here if I had to put a title on it, maybe this will be the name of the <laughs> podcast episode. I married my high school stalker. (laughs) Justin stalked me. No, kind of, not really, but yes. (laughs) Okay, let me tell you the background. Not going all the way back to like our childhoods, but we, we lived, we grew up in separate towns, like neighboring towns, like nearby. And we went to the same high school together. He was a grade older than me, which also was my older sister's grade. So if they were seniors, I was a junior. Just picture that. Um, Justin did have a relationship in high school. I don't remember or know how long it lasted, but it wasn't very long or very serious. And then same thing with me. I had one relationship in high school. So I, Justin was in love with me, <laughs> and he didn't, which I'm like... Okay, that's how you know it's true love because like he didn't even have to know me. Like he just knew in his soul. And I I felt the same way after dating him. Like I just knew. So anyways, but in high school I didn't know him. I was just like, I have a boyfriend. <laughs> oh my gosh, I didn't say that ever in my life. But in high school, I was I had like a, gr- a huge friend group. I was like a lot of my friends were all athletes because I was an athlete. I dated the quarterback of the football team. Like, and I mean, I had a lot of, I had a lot of friends. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I didn't want this to be about me. Okay. So I was doing my thing. Basically I was very much involved in like sports friends, like super consumed with that. My sister was dating a guy who was like really good friends with Justin and like all in his friends. So my older sister, her name's Maureen, she hung out with Justin a lot in high school. And so, and he knew what, what he did know about me was like through my sister and what he saw. <laughs> and he told me this, like, I think when we, he might've confessed this when we first started dating, it wasn't too far after, but he told me, he's like, I remember you from high school. And I was like, really? Because I don't remember you. <laughs> I remember one interaction I had with him at my house, but it's funny because him and all of his friends, they all like dress the same, like jeans, hoodie, farmer trucker hat looking guy. Like they were like the rednecks of the high school. And I mean, I say that in like the best like the most loving way, like the good old boys, you know." Do you, Like, that's what he was and all of his friends were. So, like, they all dressed the same. And me, being in a a relationship with somebody else, I wasn't really, like, scoping these guys out. So, anyways, I do remember one time at my house, I guess I helped him with his phone. I don't remember the details of the story, but I do remember having, like, a single interaction with him. So, (laughs) he remembers me, though. And he told me that... He used to come to school early. Like our school started at 7.35. My sister drove me at the time and she would make us get there at 7.05 because that's when they like opened the doors and kids could like hang out before the bell rang. Like that's like social time. That was like thir- solid 30 minutes of like socializing for her. I was probably making out with her boyfriend. But for me, like I would, I don't even know what I did. Probably just go to my locker I don't know. (laughs) I have no idea. But Justin, being the lover boy that he was, so consumed with my presence, (laughs) like he just would show up to school, knowing what time I got there. He would get there early to watch me walk from my car or my sister's car into the building. And then I'd be inside for the day. But he would just watch me. And be like, there she is. And that is so sweet to think of how like excited he was to see me in the morning. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that's how it started. And he also knew... He didn't know my class schedule. And I know this sounds really creepy. But to me, I think it's it's sweet to think about this boy, innocent boy who just like was in love with a girl. And I made his dreams come true. <laughs> like I... Married the boy who was in love with me. Like, I feel like I really did make his dreams come true. And that is so sweet. I used to tell it when I was teaching to my students. I was like, guys, listen up. If you have a huge crush on someone and they don't even know your name, they don't know who you are, they know nothing about you, they could end up being your spouse. <laughs> they could be your baby mama or baby daddy in the future. Like, it ha- it happened to me. I'm the perfect example. So don't lose hope. Don't lose hope. All right, so that's how our story began. And again, like, I didn't know this about him. I didn't know that he was, like, he knew, like, he would get excited to see me walk down the hall and all that stuff. And he didn't talk to me respectfully because I had a boyfriend. Like, he was, like, she's got a guy. Like, I have no chance. I don't want to be disrespectful also. And that's not that's not how he was raised to inter- to do that, to interfere in someone else's relationship or to interject themselves. So he just went on with his life, graduated, started working. Actually he was working throughout high school. So he was busy fast forward. I, I went to college and I eventually broke up with my boyfriend who was from all the way from high school into college after, into my sophomore year. I was like, yeah, this isn't working. We are different people. And a a lot of high school relationships don't last. Some do, which is great, great, incredible, but this one was not going much further. So I was like, yep. I've hit, I've, we're done. And now it's fall semester, sophomore year, and I am living my best life, kind of. (laughs) I mean, like, I was never, I I am not a dating type of girl. Like, I, dating apps weren't even a thing when I was in college. And I was always like, I'd rather be friends with guys because I felt more comfortable. Then the whole romantic thing, like I am not, I don't think of myself as a romantic person, even like saying the word romance is just uh, a little, I don't know what. why, why am I like this? I don't know. I'll have to do some like inner child work, but for me, maybe because like my parents weren't like super romantic I feel like that's where we get a lot of our like beliefs from but then also like looking at like children like disney movies like that kind of romance is so cheesy and just like eye roll right but so i prefer what am i trying to say here i'm just gonna get back into my story (laughs) we'll we'll retouch on the romantic topic later but basically i just wasn't about playing games like i don't even know what the game is because i see my friends and close friends doing this in their dating life and I'm like yeah no I don't get it like if you know you're you know and if like why are we why why I don't know I just never got it so not really into dating or flirting even I just like want to be I just want to chill and like hang out have fun right so I'm not single for very long when Justin gets wind right it's Christmas time now I'm home for Christmas break and he was at, okay, my sister's now dating a different guy who also happens to be friends with Justin. So they are all together at his friend's house and he sees our Christmas card, which I'm in college at this point And my mom and dad still send out cards with our, the, the three of us on it, me and my sister. So I'm like, Am I going to do that when the girls are in college? Probably. But anyway, so we're on this Christmas card on their fridge and he sees the picture and he asked my sister like, oh, how's Kim doing? And they're like, oh, she's single now. And he dropped everything and was like, what? Wait, she, how, when, what, who, why didn't you tell me this? He was like shocked. She's single. This is my, this is my in. Meanwhile, I am just like in my, okay. So when I said I was living my best life, I was like into like going out to clubs and just dancing. So that was my best life going out to clubs and dancing 19 years old at this time. Okay. Super young. Um, couldn't even drink, just get just barely able to get into clubs and dance. So I am just like, this is so fun. So that's why I'm doing my whole winter break and Then one of the nights that I have plans with my friends to go out dancing, clubbing, (laughs) my sister's boyfriend was, is his birthday. It was in January. And she's like, you should come to Chili's. We're going, we're having a big birthday dinner. And I was like, "Mm, I'm not really friends with your boyfriend, but I'll go like it's on the way to the club. Literally. Like I have to drive past it. So sure. I'll stop at Chili's, get some free chips. This at the time they were free. Now I think they're $3 to get the chips and salsa. So (laughs) I, and I told my friend Hey, meet me at Chili's and then we'll go from there. Let's get some chips and salsa. Okay. So we meet there. We're eating our chips and salsa. Like literally being cheap skates and just munching on their food before we go out. Oh my God. That's so bad. Happy birthday. Okay. I see Justin is there. Also, my younger sister's there, Michelle. And I'm like, Michelle, that guy, Justin, you see him? He's the one with the hat. And she's like, yeah, I always thought he was kind of cute. Like, he's kind of cute. Michelle goes, really? <laughs> I can always rely on her to just just unfiltered, like, not even think twice about her response. So I was like, yeah, whatever. Okay, I'm leaving. We're going to the club. So I think Michelle came with us that night. She must have. We all go out. I'm driving to the club. And my, sis- my older sister texted me and was like, wait hey, do you mind if I give Justin your number? And I was like, that's so weird. I was just saying I thought he was cute. And I was like, yeah, why? And she, I guess when I had got up to leave, Justin was in the bathroom, which I did not even notice. I was just like, okay, I'm going on, I'm going dancing, I'm going to listen to some rap music and shake my booty. Um, but he was in the bathroom. And so when he came out, he's like, where did she go? <laughs> even though he didn't talk to me the entire time I was there, he was like building up the courage to make his move. Didn't happen, so... When he came out and was upset that I left, my sister took note and got, gave, I think she gave me his number, whatever. We, she made an exchange of phone numbers. She's like, this is his number. This is her number. We moved on. So the next day I'm at work. I worked at Victoria's Secret (laughs) on my college breaks when I was home. It was such a fun job. Um, and I get a text the next day. Hey, this is Justin. So we're, we start texting and I think it's like a day or two of texting. We're trying to make plans. I end up just calling him cause I'm like, I, it's so funny cause I still feel this way. Like I would rather get on the phone and like make a phone call rather than all the back and forth with texts and all of the like what's the word you, you can like misjudge a text, like the con you lose the context of it when it's written versus when you can just have a conversation. So I just call them like, okay, let's do it. Let's go out to eat where, when tell me. Yeah. So we go out. Our first date was to Olive Garden. <laughs> so romantic. <laughs> no, but it was fun. Like we just went out to dinner. Um, we, I think Oh my gosh, he's going to kill me that I don't remember all the details. Justin is way more like romantic than I am. He remembers like what I was wearing, what we did, because he looked forward to this day for a long time. So we went, I think we went back to his house and watched a movie and had popcorn and then he brought me back to my house. And then the days to follow, we were either on the phone or texting until two, three o'clock in the morning. Like, just so in love. Like, just head over here. Like, just... did. We weren't even tired the next day. We would stay up all night, get, like, a little bit of sleep, and then the next day just be so excited to, like, talk again and see each other again. And it was... It was actually January. So that was... Yeah, our first date was in January of 2009. Wow. Long time ago. So I go back to college. Justin was... We, we were, we were in a relationship from then on, just from that first date, we were always on the phone. He came up to visit all of the time. He actually was in, so I went to Keene State College and he was on campus so much, so often. <laughs> he got interviewed by the, the college newspaper. <laughs> they asked him, there was, <laughs> there was like a, like a news journalist, Major that was reporting for the newspaper, and he interviewed Justin because he was just on campus, like sitting waiting for me to be done with my class. Not now, listen. Justin was not a smothering type; like he definitely let me do my thing. I know it (laughs) sounds, it sounds kind of crazy the thought that he was sitting there waiting for me, but maybe I mean this must have been like on a Friday morning, where he was up for the weekend, and it was either sit and chill. In the like common areas, or be in my dorm room, I mean, there was stuff off campus to do, but for him, it just made more sense like my classes were sometimes less than an hour long. So he was just hanging out there. He wasn't like sitting outside my classroom door waiting for me. That would be red flag. <laughs> he was he has been nothing but loving, nurturing, caring our entire relationship. He has a very... Keen attention to detail. Now, I see a lot of like jokes, TikToks, and Instagram reels about like guys not paying attention or like not paying attention to detail or like noticing if a girl gets her hair done. I can't even like try a new mascara without Justin noticing. If I put in a different pair of stud earrings that I have never worn before, he knows. He just notices. That's kind of cool. I didn't realize like he's a rare kind. Like, do, he would just do little things like very thoughtful things that i didn't even know i needed. He would buy me like little gifts like like a candle. And he's like, "I saw this and I know you really like candles, so I got this for you." Um he got me a necklace because he saw me wear a necklace one time. I really wear no jewelry except for my wedding ring. <laughs> Occasionally I'll put in some earrings if I'm If I want to look nice, (laughs) that is it. But one time in college, I wore a necklace and I had it. I liked it. I would wear it here and there. So when he first bought me jewelry, he bought me a necklace. He's like, I bought this for you because you wore a necklace a few times and I wanted you to have a really nice necklace. So just super sweet. We dated all through college and then I graduated. He was my biggest supporter. So loving, got along well with all my friends, was nothing but helpful to all my friends. Like, he would help them anytime in college and after and in between. Just, oh, you need help moving, or I'm a plumber, I can help you with your bathroom renovation, whatever you need. Like, Justin is very handy, very helpful guy. Does he have his flaws? Yes. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. We're here to talk about our love story. So, he was great to my sisters, which is obviously like, a must when in, in any relation, like with me, like you, you have to be good with my family. You have to be great with my friends. Um, and he was the, is, is the youngest in his family. So I think it was nice for him to have a relationship with Michelle. That was like a big brother relationship. Like she could call not only me, but she could call him if she needed something. And that like makes me want to cry. Just thinking about it. It's so special. It's so, so special. Because we never had a brother, and now I feel like I'm able to to provide, like, I'm giving her Justin, but no, it's like he is able to fill that role, which I just, it's something I never really planned for or thought about until it happened. Um. So let's see, he proposed, okay, this is really fun, every year his family has this huge cookout, and they would call it Narnia, <laughs> I can't really remember the story behind it, but just because they lived in the woods, I think. And it felt like you were driving when you drive up the driveway with like the lamppost, it was like you're entering a new world. So, anyways, it was called Narnia. It's a big cookout. And this year he just was making a big deal about it. We we were putting we did a horseshoe tournament. This was like the second or third year. I had hats made, or shirts made for the winter. We're heading into our we're we're in our fourth year of our relationship. We've been together for three full years. Now it's end, end of summer of 2012 and we're hosting well he's hosting and I'm just like super trying to help out with this we're putting on this horseshoe tournament I'm doing the bracket I ordered the I got these hats made he's making a big bigger deal about the horseshoe tournament he's like I'm gonna get speakers we need a sound system I need like a DJ setup a microphone like I want it big so I'm like okay like yeah woo horseshoes (laughs) so I mean it's just fun it's just like a fun thing to get everyone together I didn't realize he was getting all of that because he wanted to propose in front of all of these people. Or I wouldn't have painted my nails this very bright teal color. Like think 2012 fashion. Remember like teal and coral were like really in. And for me, like I've always been like a very neutral kind of girl. Like a little maybe a little pop of color but definitely not a teal. So it, I was like, you know what? This will be fun for the weekend didn't I know I was going to have a million pictures of my hands taken? I had no clue. So anyways, that's one of the things I'll never forget. So we have this tournament and also my sisters both were not going to go. And my mom, oh, he asked my parents' permission. He asked them and I knew he was taking them out to dinner. My mom accidentally told me like, oh, we're going out to dinner with Justin. I was like, you are? But I didn't even think anything of it because he was such a like, family guy and like wanted to hang out with my parents. <laughs> he wanted to go out and like get a beer after work or something. So I just like literally thought nothing of it. No suspicions. I had no idea it was happening. And at this time I'm 23 years old. I get, uh, the math. Oh my gosh. All right. So it's so the horseshoe tournament comes and my parents are like telling my sisters, you guys have to come. And they're like, no, I really didn't want it. She's like, you have to come. And she ended up having to tell my sisters, Justin is going to propose and you have to be there. And you can not tell Kim we, or you can't tell anyone. We weren't supposed to tell you. They weren't supposed to tell anyone. But if my sisters weren't there, I would have been really sad. You know, like it was just so fun and nice having like everyone there, our families, friends. And, yeah, so he's – and we haven't even started the horseshoe tournament. Everything's set up. He's on the microphone, and he's like, Kim got this whole tournament together, the brackets, the hats, blah, blah, blah. And then he started just talking about, like, how nice I am, which, like, I am used to him. He's very kind and complimenting, and I'm just kind of like, okay, this is getting uncomfortable because everyone's staring at me, and he's just talking about, like, what a great girl I am. And he's like, you know, I, you never want to let a good girl go – and, and then he got down on one knee and I was, I was shocked. I just put my hands over my mouth. I think I like blacked out just because it was so unexpected. I was, I was shocked. I was like, oh my God, it's happening. I, I never pictured my proposal, honestly. Like I didn't even have time to picture what my proposal or like dream up what it would look like, be like what I wanted. Like, but it was so perfect. Yes. Obviously I said Yes um oh my gosh what a fun night and then we got to celebrate the whole night with everyone there it was like a beautiful f- we wanted a like qu- not a quick wedding but like I wanted to get married I was like let's do this I don't want to drag out an engagement we got married the next May and now coming up this year it will be 10 years wow 10 years married I feel like an old lady, but also I did get married really young. I got married at 24. I had just turned 24 and then we got married the next month. And that's like our love story of how we got there. And then, you know, flash forward, we changed a couple of jobs. We bought a house. We bought another house. We moved. I mean, our story is to be continued. Like it's going to keep growing. Like our family has grown. It's crazy to see what our love story has turned into. And honestly, like I did picture us with, you know, I, we knew we wanted kids and we knew, like we knew some of the things that some goals and aspirations, but I really like now that we're living it, it's so wild. It's so wild to be with Justin, to have our three girls we're, we live in Florida. Like, if you had told me all of this back in 2009 in cold January Chili's restaurant, when I looked at him, I would have been like, what? Like, are you out of your mind? What a crazy, what? That's like, imagine. Imagine if you could time travel and go back to your old self and tell your love story too. Oh my gosh, I would probably cry, (laughs) honestly. Oh my gosh. It's, it's crazy. And don't get me wrong. Like we have had ups and downs. We have had trials and tribulations in our relationship that, you know, I haven't talked about and I don't know if I ever will because it's so personal and it's our relationship. But if there's one thing I know, it's that Justin is, is for me. It's like, yeah, it's not even something I can put into words. And I read a book. What is it called? It's blue. It's about our brains. And anyways, there's a part of our brain that we use that cannot formulate words. It's just based off of feelings. It's not the prefrontal cortex, is it? I don't know. I have to dive back into (laughs) psychology, I guess. But there's a part of our brain that just feels emotions. It just senses what's around us and it it and it makes it hard to put deep feelings into words because your your brain doesn't work that way some, in some parts. It literally can tell you, that's why we get like red flags about people are like, oh, I got a funny feeling. I got a weird feeling when I walked into that store or like, oh, I felt or something just felt right. Right? Like you can't put it into words other than that. And that is how I feel about my relationship with Justin is just, he is it. We are meant to be together. I was going to say supposed to, but like we were, we're here to be together. We're on this earth to be together and whatever comes at us, we will figure it out. And I know we can. And one of the tips that I'll leave you with here that has, that I keep coming back to even now more so during parenting years, like These early years of parenting is that we are on the same team, and this is my best relationship I can give. Is it's not like you cannot keep score, you cannot keep a list of like, well, I did this, this, and this, so you're gonna do that, that, and that, or well, last weekend you got to go on a boys trip, so now. I'm going to do this. Like, it's not this or that. It's like, we're together now or (laughs) not together on your boys trip, but like, it's not a, oh gosh, I was going to say tit for tat. Like, it's not like, it can't be like that anymore. There's no scoreboard. And if there is, you are playing on the same team against the world. Okay. It's you two against life right so you have to earn points together and sometimes you're going to be the star shooter and you're going to be throwing three pointers all all night maybe you're up with a baby all night and you're you know but you have to do that for the win right and he and then he's going to make it up in other ways so i have to think of it like that when i am feeling frustrated or like oh i'm doing more in the relationship it's never going to be 50 50 i don't know if anyone's told you that but It's not, it's just not, (laughs) nothing in life is like perfectly balanced in that way. Sometimes it's going to be 55, 45. Sometimes it's going to be 30, 70. You don't know when you're going to need him to pick up the slack and when he's going to need you to pick up the slack. Life is unbalanced and so are relationships, but it's about working together and scoring the points when you can. Like every time I fold laundry, I'm like, I'm scoring points for our family right now instead of like, ugh. Why am I always stuck folding and putting away all the clothes and like knowing which clothes are clean on the floor and which ones are dirty? Like, because I do think those thoughts, but I have to remind myself like I'm doing this for the team. And same thing when he's out doing something in the yard, I'm, like I could get easily annoyed by that. I'm like, no, if he doesn't worry about the yard, like who the heck is who the heck is gonna worry about the yard? He's doing it for the team, and I have to remind him of that too. Sometimes there are times where we butt heads or like. We think you should be doing something like I think he should be d- using his time better and vice versa. And I'm like, listen, what we're, we're together. It's not me versus you. It's us versus them, <laughs> the kids. No, versus the world. It really is. So, being on the same team is is my best piece of advice. It's like a good, strong way to move forward in any relationship. Is like, we are doing this together. It's kind of like linking arms and doing it together. Well, I hope that love story lived up to your expectations. I just wanted to give a background on where we came from. And now here we are, a little bit of love advice. And I hope you have a very special Valentine's Day this year. Thank you for tuning in and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.